Today's podcast is brought to you by Introduction to Online Business Made Simple, a six-part audio course that teaches you how to get started with your online venture. Find out more at usingyourpower.com slash course. Thanks for joining Using Your Power. My name is Maveen Cora. And I'm David Andrew Hey, David. How's it going? Great, man. I'm powered up. Nicely done. So what are we talking about today? How to be an awesome podcast host. And where did that come from? Well, I think it actually came from you, Mav, although I did suggest that we actually go ahead and do it. <laughs> I think we even had the idea to do like, maybe in the future, right? Like as a comedic episode, we'll do one where we'll do all the things you're not supposed to do as a podcast host. But I think you know, both you and I have listened to enough podcasts to where we've heard people like just go incessantly, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's like, no, we assume you're listening, so no need to say mm-hmm every two seconds or Except every two seconds. You can't assume that they're listening. Sometimes people just tune right out. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> we hope you're listening if you're the host or if you are the guest on that podcast. So that's probably one of those things not to do, but... Absolutely. You know, and one of the reasons I think we, we kind of brought this up too is, well, you know, we are also, uh, you know, podcasting together. We are kind of hosting this show together. So yeah. there's things that we can definitely learn that we haven't maybe done already, or we can just bring to the forefront for ourselves. So this episode is just not only great for our listener, but it's also going to be great for us to kind of really understand like what we are doing and what we aren't doing so we can get back on track for the next, uh, you know, 50 plus episodes or 100 episodes or 200 episodes. Yeah, exactly. We get a chance to share what we're learning. So the first thing I would say is ask good questions. It seems maybe obvious, but I wouldn't want to pass something to Mav that's necessarily a softball unless that was the whole idea of just setting him up for something. Otherwise, I want to make sure I'm presenting really good questions as a co-host or an interviewer of a podcast. And I think that's something that's good to do with interviews as well. Just be aware of that because so many people ask the same questions. I mean, how many times can you ask Tony Robbins about his story? I'm sure everybody has asked that already. Maybe ask him something different that people haven't already asked. Well, exactly, right? And I think that my, my idea kind of was working right within with yourself, right? It was asking good questions, but it was asking good open-ended or close-ended questions at the right time, right? Yes. So just like what you said, David, right? How many people have asked Tony Robbins about his story? We all know his story. We've heard it on multiple podcasts and, and multiple books that he's written and he's talked about it, um, you know, but maybe ask him about how he felt versus, you know, tell us about the story again, right? And maybe ask him about what he did after or, you know, if, you know, there's one story he talks about, you know, he gave all the mo- his money to the little kid at a restaurant, yeah. right? And ask him how he had felt at that and really listen to what he says about that or say, you know, did you go home and, you know, did you were you emotional? Did you cry? Did you feel energized? Or, you know, and get that little backstory versus the, the, just the surface stuff. And that's kind of what we've actually aimed to for this show to do is really dig deeper versus just stick to the top of the surface. Absolutely, yeah. So we hope we'll be able to present great questions in the future for interviewees. The next thing is just to prepare well. I think, <laughs> I mean, it's sometimes it's better said than, or easier said than done. Cause I mean, I, re- I prepared some of my notes just today before we started re- recording these series. <laughs> you were pretty prepared, weren't you? Yeah, I was super prepared for these. I mean, at least we had the titles, so I had some time to stew on it and think about it before we did. I think it's good to be prepared well for interviews. It doesn't mean you need to do extensive or tons of research on that person necessarily. Cause you might have a pretty good reason for the interviewing that person and bringing them 
onto your show in the first place. And that might actually make your questions even more, you know, standard than or canned than they should be. So preparing well can mean different things to different people. And sometimes it means making great notes and bullet points before they're starting to record, especially on a solo episode. I think that's generally a really good idea. It could mean making, you know, uh, making a list of questions for your guest. It could be a variety of different things depending on who you are and, and your comfort level. Absolutely. You know, and one thing I like about being prepared is also just being knowledgeable. Uh, you know, for example, yeah. with us, you know, we, we're, we're hosting the show again together. You know, if it, it pays for me to be knowledgeable in what you're doing. It also pays for you to be knowledgeable in what I'm doing. So we kind of always have a way to, you know, we can talk about what the other person's doing as well as find ways to relate uh, our separate stories to the listener. As well as, you know, if you have a guest on your show, it is a really good idea to uh, really understand what that person does, maybe understand a little bit about their industry, uh, you know, t- understand how they're making decisions or what causes them to make certain decisions if you can find out this information or go back to our first point is ask good questions so you can actually find out more information about how they're maybe making better decisions. Yeah, that was something I was thinking about as well. Definitely being knowledgeable is just smart. It's a good idea to find out about your guest, your co-host, or even about yourself if it's just a solo episode or whoever else you're planning to mention in your show. Another point is to listen to what your guest or co-host is sharing and respond accordingly. I mean, sometimes we break this rule tool, but I think I think we've done a pretty good job of, of staying on course and you know having good exchange and a good back and forth. So be sure to listen. It's easy to tune out sometimes just because maybe you've interviewed 200 people and you've done it back to back for months and you're just used to doing that by now, but you might be still be surprised. And we also, we always need to go back to that beginner's mindset, at least believe that we don't even know anything. Just go back to that and pretend like you don't know anything and be fascinated by your guests because otherwise that's just going to come across that you're bored. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, one of the things I like about what you're saying, uh, David, is, is really just anticipating what you believe your host or your guest will sh- say um, according to the questions that you've already asked them. You know, if you can anticipate what you believe that the answers will be, then you can also set up other uh, follow-up questions, open-ended or closed-ended questions, depending on what is needed. Uh, but if you really... Um, can anticipate what you believe that they're going to say you can definitely have a better interview and bring out more information that potentially other podcasts uh, podcasts are not able to do but you are yeah i like that another thing and this is more to the thing about audio quality i mean we should be using good mics and mixers making sure i mean if we can record in the same room if if you can't use skype use a good skype recorder to record that episode maybe get your guest to record on their end too and record on your end so that you have two audios that can be merged together to create a great sounding audio i mean that's all important but this is though my tip is actually you know don't sniff eat or chew while you're recording i've listened to lots of podcasts it hurts my ears i can't speak for anybody else but i've always had sensitive ears and i really don't want to hear you every three <laughs> seconds because you haven't wiped your nose i mean please take care of that uh if you, uh, if avoidable please don't eat on your podcast i know some podcasts i listen to the the guys do sometimes eat on on the, while they're on the show and you can kind of tell but if possible please don't 
Uh, for sure, you know, and that probably goes for drinking as well. If you're gonna drink on your podcast, I mean, unless your podcasting is about drinking, then, you know, that <laughs> might be a little hard not to do. But uh, for sure, you know, if you gotta, you know, uh, cut that out, maybe that's it might be a good idea too. You know, yeah, sometimes there's a great editing tools out there. I know you've introduced me to a lot of them, David. Um, so you know, use those tools or have your team edit it for you, so your podcast can sound very um, professional, and then you can get that message out there without being just. Dist- you know, distracting to all the mannerisms that you're doing by sniffing or eating or chewing. Exactly. And I mean, we may not have a heavily edited podcast, but we do make sure we're not doing some of these things. Oh, for sure, right? You know, we're we're pretty focused on recording this episode, and as we as you know, as you should be too, to listen to this episode, right? I think that's what we we really ask of ourselves, and we don't really ask anything of our listeners except you know, tune in and definitely tune in. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, one of the things I was thinking too is have something relevant to say on on your podcast yeah. and to your partner, right? So, uh, you know, try to make good points, try to bring up good examples um, so the listener can engage in a story. You know, I know me and David are actually, I think, believe are really good at doing this. We are good at bringing up past experiences that we've had. Uh, we've talked about, you know, experiences in network marketing, our experiences in at work or in jobs, or we've talked about with different clients that we've worked with and just various different life examples. So just be really good at that and be good at maybe asking your host or, you know, co host or guest follow-up questions again because again it's all about um anybody can podcast out there right i I believe that but what makes you different is going to be the type of quality of questions you're asking and the type of information you're able to get out of your um, host or even out of your guest yeah and to your point like people love examples right and i think that's one of the reasons we do fairly well with connecting with people on on this podcast is we we do try to share real life examples of what's happening in our life and how it applies to us another point is to be enthusiastic and and bring the best version of yourself to the show obviously there's a lot of factors but i think you know that was something that cliff ravenscraft even said you know there's enough negativity in the world let's try to be positive if we're going to put together some kind of show that people are going to be regularly listening to and it's going to be in their earbuds all the time doesn't mean you can't go on little rants and raves because those can actually become really great segments for you know really great radio and and drama and, and stuff like that and so i mean don't don't censor yourself or anything, but try to bring the best version of yourself. Obviously, it depends on the day that you've had. Maybe just try recording at a different time if you're not feeling it in the moment uh, or just adjust what it is that you're going to say in that podcast episode. I like what you said, David, about the ranting and raving, right? You know, sometimes even though if you may go on a rant and a rave, the nice thing about it is it can give you an, uh, an idea for another uh, podcast that you can put out, another show that you can put out that maybe explores that. And then you have an opportunity to bring somebody in who maybe is an expert in whatever you're, you know, ranting and raving about. Or you can bring in somebody who has the exact opposite uh, viewpoint of that and really have a really in-depth conversation and discussion with somebody. And, and that could end up maybe being one of your best shows. And it was all just based on maybe something that's frustrating you. That's true, and that would be awesome. <laughs> awesome. Nice quick answer. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Snappy. <laughs> uh, you know, one of the things that I had written down here too is, um, you know, keep in mind the the podcast that you're doing. For example, if it's us, myself and David, and we have a guest, I know that's one of the things that we've talked about is having guests on our show. So one of the things that we'll talk about uh, when we get into that is, you know, making sure our guest is going to look uh, great when we're interviewing that guest, right? It's about the guest. It's not about the two hosts uh, to look better than the guest, right? I mean, the guest has come on to our show so they can talk about themselves, right? We haven't gone to their show. So in ca- you know, if in case you do have somebody come to your show, uh, you know, make sure you are putting them in the best light possible. Yeah, I mean, they're... 
their credibility and their image and the brand sort of rubs off on you when you have them on your show anyway. So people will begin to look at you as being an expert as well. But if you leave them feeling like, you know, that you didn't answer or you didn't ask good questions to, to make them look at, appear as though they're the expert that they are, then you're really doing a disservice to them. And why would they want to share that podcast? Exactly. Right. And I mean, you make a great point. Look how many people put out books, um, you know, and then they go on different podcast shows, especially at Tony Robbins. We've been talking about him. You know, he'll put out a book, then he'll just do a crazy circuit. And you're right. People ask him the same questions over and over again. <laughs> you know, but if you're somebody who understood that and sees that, why don't you get Tony Robbins on your show? And of course, ask him about the book. That's kind of what he's doing. But really start asking him maybe in-depth questions, especially if you've read the book. Maybe ask him why something works, or why something wouldn't work, or, you know, how would this change if the economy economy change or something right depending on what the book is about but you can really start getting into taking that though that book kind of in tangents and getting him to talk about things that may not be in the book but are still going to be valid to what he's doing great tip do you have any other thoughts, Mav? Uh, you know what? I was thinking about this while you were chatting as well, and I was chatting. You know, why don't we talk about maybe a couple of nice things that we like what the what you as a host does and I as a host does that we both appreciate about each other? <laughs> well, if that I, made any sense. Yeah. <laughs> well, I love the fact that we can bounce ideas off of each other. I I love the fact that there's someone there to save me, sort of as a as a safety net if I'm falling and I'm not sure what I'm saying anymore. And I think you're good at that, Mav. I think you're good at bringing different points to the show that maybe I would not have thought of or just things that are contrary or an opposite opposing point of view, even when you're completely wrong. And <laughs> <laughs> those are some of the things I appreciate. Wait, I was going to say the exact same thing about you being wrong. <laughs> uh, no, you know what? I, I enjoy that. The fact that David, that you got some great knowledge out there. I know, um, you know, I really haven't met anybody else at podcasts uh, other than, you know, a couple people online and stuff, but in, in real life, I haven't really met anybody that's read in front of me. That's was saying, Hey, you know what? I'm willing to teach you and, tr- and show you exactly what it is. It takes to podcast and blog and all that kind of stuff. So, you know, I appreciate that about you. Uh, you know, you do have some great points as well. I mean, you, you stay very focused on um, what your topic is typically. And I like that about you too, because I know you're very business minded and so am I. But you, you know, I like to go off and just explore different venues. And mm-hmm. you, I know you like to stay within that range and that's nothing wrong with that, right? I know uh, I try to bring up different topics as well that'll get us outside of our own box as well. And you're always uh, excited about doing those type of shows as well, right? I know we've already done a couple of those as well. So yep. uh, definitely go back and listen to some of those shows. Uh, that aren't business minded and you'll see exactly what I'm talking about. And David brings great information to those shows. Right. And, and it, 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 it may sound like it's not within his um, repertoire, but it really is. Yeah, absolutely. It is. Thanks, man. Hey, you got it. All right. Well, this has been using your power. You can find us at usingyourpower.com. Leave a comment, send a message, download our course. Also check out our new audio course, which teaches you the basics of online business. Absolutely. So what's that uh, URL? Usingyourpower.com slash course. Awesome. Thank you very much. Everybody have a great day.